0: Hi, I'm Cheryl Hilbert, and welcome to Almost Crazy Aging Athlete. This is a podcast with a slightly slanted view of the challenges that arise while staying active and healthy as life progresses. Good evening. How are you all? Happy Easter. It's actually Easter when I'm recording this. All my family is gone. Not that we had a lot of family over because, of course, we're not doing anything big, but two of my kids were around for the day. So we're all done. And I decided I need to get back to doing my podcast. Um, I kind of had the last month off. Um, Mostly we went on vacation and I was busy doing other stuff with family that my weekends when I usually do these would slide by. I actually planned this one well in advance and just haven't gotten around to recording it. So welcome back. I hope you'll enjoy um, today's podcast. Episode 7, my second marathon, Milwaukee Lakefront Marathon. You may remember that my last podcast was about my first marathon, the Chicago Marathon. I had an amazing experience during my first marathon, felt great about my accomplishment and was happy with my time, for sure, but I needed a break from the intensity of training and running because training for a marathon is a big, big commitment. It takes a lot of time, sweat, and determination. I learned the first time that it takes planning because I had to run or work out four to five days per week. It gets tricky because I work 11 and a half hours twice a week. Those are not easy days to run hard or long. It makes sense that I could run the other five days in the week, but that meant running on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday. My body simply couldn't take three or four consecutive days of running. You see the challenge. So I just took my time before returning to the marathon. Additionally, my daughter Kelly was home over the summer and she decided to join us to run her first marathon. Our schedules didn't match super well, but we agreed to do the long runs together. I was willing to get up early and get out for a long run before it got hot. She was young, wanted to sleep in understandable, so we often ran later in the day, or after work, or at random times, not very consistent, and not preferred or recommended, but together, until she returned to school, and I returned to running long runs on Saturday mornings with the Kara Chicago Area Runners Association group at Bussy Woods, much more consistent, but I missed running with my Kelly. Eventually race day came and it was a beautiful October day. I ran the whole marathon with my two daughters, Kelly and Tracy. We wore orange tanks with our names on the front. It was very exciting because it was Kelly's first marathon. My good friend Denise was also running and it was her first marathon too. Two newbies in our group, very exciting. We all connected and rode the bus together to the starting point. This was a point to point race, not a loop. So we parked at the end and took a bus to the start. This was a fairly long bus ride over 26 miles, which made us realize how far we were actually running. Wow, it's a long way. Yikes. We arrived at the starting point early and they had a school open for everyone to hang out in and stay warm and loose until the race started. And then it started and we were off running and running and running and running. We started with Denise, but split apart early on because she had a run walk schedule planned while we were running at a consistent pace. We wished her well and kept running and running and running. And then we ran some more. (laughs) Actually, it is fun to run with Tracy and Kelly. We broke the race down into 5Ks or 3.1 mile sections, and then we alternately picked names for each section. I can't remember them all, but I'm pretty sure that it started as a turkey trot with a few gobble gobbles along the way. We ran a Bastille Day 5K, and Kelly tried to remember some French. Bonjour. There was an Iowa City United Way 5K. Uh, Lutheran General Hospital Down Syndrome 5K, and a Salute Independence Day 5K in the mix. I embarrassed my girls by yelling, ho, 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 go Santa, go, for the Santa run. (laughs) Kelly chose to name the last 5K, and she called it a warrior dash, which is a race that we all enjoy running and have great memories of. So we went and we ran a few steps in the grass in the honor of a true warrior dash anything to keep running. It helps to be creative. When you are getting tired and there isn't a water station in the site, then it's nice to look forward to hearing the name of the next 3.1 miles. Anything for a distraction. And this actually worked out quite well. We had some support along the way and it was needed and appreciated. Becker, Tracy's now husband, was strategically placed with cold watermelon and pretzels. Salt and hydration, both well needed. Sometimes it is enough to just enjoy the salt off the pretzels. It's weird how good salt can taste during a long race. The cold watermelon is the bomb. Watermelon is the best. Cooling and hydrating. Sweet and tasty perfect for marathon nutrition. I highly recommend it. Thank you, Becker. Thank you. My friend Denise had her husband, Steve, and son Drew along the course, and they cheered and helped us too. I can still envision part of the race when Drew was suddenly running alongside myself, Tracy, and Kelly on the course. He just suddenly kind of appeared out of nowhere. He gave us encouragement, support, water, and Kleenex. Yes, Kleenex, which was well appreciated. Then he said goodbye and was gone. He just ran off to the right side of the course and up a sharp grassy hill to somewhere else on the course to see his mom. It was kind of this surreal experience. He was like there and then not there. Running with Kelly and Tracy meant that someone usually had some energy and enthusiasm. Even if the other two were tired and a little quiet, One of us could chat and keep us distracted. Wearing shirts with our names meant that intermittently we would get a shout out of, Go Tracy! You've got this, Kelly! or Run, Cheryl, run! From random strangers. A great way to gain encouragement along the course. Kelly was a rock star during her first marathon. She did great. And then we crossed the 20 mile barrier. It always gets tough after 20 miles. Truly, it kinda sucks the last 6.2 miles. I think it was around 23 that we all kind of crashed and we all got quiet. Our pace got slower and slower. It actually got too slow for me to even run. I knew that if I didn't run faster, I would walk and just keep walking. Kelly needed to keep that pace to keep running or she would walk or stop. So Tracy and Kelly ran together and I ran a bit faster Until I got tired, I went ahead, and then I would walk until they caught up, and then repeat the run-walk interval. It took three or four intervals, and then Kelly suddenly felt better, and she had a spurt of energy and was able to pick up the pace, and we could all run together again. Tracy seemed the most flexible with her speed at this point, so she just matched our pace. Tracy was the most experienced marathoner in our group, as she had run two Chicago marathons, and her experience showed and helped thank you, Tracy. You made a difference. And then we got to mile 25. Ugh, I hate the last mile. I can't tell you how much I hate the last mile of every training run, every fun run, every race. My brain just wants to be done. And it gives me negative thoughts. The main thought is let's walk. Walking would feel really good right now. Let's walk. It repeats itself in my head again and again until I finish the race or I give in and walk. Well, we got to mile 25 and I ignored the thoughts of walking until mile 25 and a half. I really, really just wanted to walk, just a little bit. I know it sounds silly to walk after running 25 and a half miles and there's only three quarters of a mile left, but we had run a good race we had made great time. Our goal was to run the marathon under five hours. We were way ahead of the schedule in this goal. We could walk the remaining distance that three quarters of a mile. No, we could sit down, rest, and then walk the remaining distance and we would still beat our goal time. So it was reasonable that I said, can we walk a little? Tracy responds, no. We aren't walking. We're almost done. Please, just a little bit. No, we aren't walking. We aren't talking about walking. No walking. Fine, you didn't have to be so mean. And we continued running until we finished together, hands clasped, held high over our heads. We finished together in four hours, 40 minutes, 51 seconds. Woohoo! Kelly's first marathon was a great success. She was awesome. Tracy and I were pretty awesome too because we beat our previous marathon time by almost 30 minutes. That's a lot. Yep. Pretty amazing success for my second marathon. My friend Denise also finished her first marathon that day. She truly inspired me during the whole training cycle and marathon race with her persistence in the face of a variety of challenges. She showed amazing commitment and determination. I I just was so impressed. Um, She's powerful, just deserves kudos for her success. Great work, Denise. Um, You just inspire me. Well, thanks for listening to my second marathon story on Almost Crazy Aging Athlete podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, Please subscribe and review it. If you email me at almostcrazyagingathlete at gmail.com with a comment or idea, I might mention you. Do an episode. Thanks. Bye-bye.